It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Madison Allworth. I'm Juan Williams. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, December 11th, 2023. I'm Evan Brown. The University of Pennsylvania's president resigns in the midst of outrage over refusing to say calls for genocide of Jews on her campus violate university policies. Could Harvard's president be next? That just gives you an idea of just how serious and how long this problem has been allowed uh, to go unabated at these at some of the most prestigious universities in the world. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Last week's congressional hearing featuring the presidents of vaunted U.S. universities prompted everything from shock to disdain to outrage among many when those three officers apparently couldn't say if campus groups praising Hamas-inspired calls to eradicate Jews were violative of their school's bylaws or rules of conduct. Yes or no. If the speech becomes conduct... It can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm gonna give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik found no satisfaction in the answers given. Over the weekend, the University of Pennsylvania announced Elizabeth McGill, who was testifying at that hearing, would no longer lead the institution, though she would retain a faculty position. And there are growing calls from lawmakers to wealthy alumni for Harvard's president, Claudine Gay, and Sally Kornbluth, the president of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, to resign or be fired. Last week, there was a congressional hearing in which three uh, presidents of some of the most prestigious universities in the country, in the world, Harvard, MIT, and UPenn, were questioned uh, by the Committee on Education and in the Workplace about anti-Semitism on campus. Fox News correspondent Brian Yenis is covering the story. For the last couple of months, there have been pro-Palestinian protests at these campuses that many critics have said have crossed the line into intimidation uh, of Jewish students and faculty at these campuses. And so when they were asked uh, by Congresswoman Elise Stefanik at this hearing whether or not calling for the genocide of Jews violates their university's codes of conduct, these presidents had fumbling, evasive, obscure answers to a very direct question. Um, the Harvard president, Claudine Gay, saying ultimately that it depends on the context, as well as Sally Kornbluth uh, similarly making that comment. And uh, she's the MIT's president and UPenn's uh, president, Liz McGill. So that created a firestorm over the last week, calls for all three of these uh, Ivy League presidents to be fired, uh, particularly from more than 70 uh, members of Congress who've written a letter to all three universities 
universities, calling on them to step down, um, mostly Republicans, the vast majority so. But look, things started to change, Evan, when you had donors starting to get involved at the University of Pennsylvania when it comes to the fate of President Liz McGill. We had Ross Stevens, a hedge fund manager, say that he was going to pull a $100 million donation to the school unless she was to be fired. You also had CEO Mark Rowan, who is a Wall Street CEO, as well as um, a a hedge fund manager who said two months ago that uh, he was calling for the firing of Liz McGill and the board of the trustees at Penn uh, over the fact that he believes that the school was allowed to have rampant anti-Semitism to go unchecked by the leadership of that school. And he had been calling for Liz McGill to be fired as well. So you had more and more donors who were speaking out, and that ended up being the final straw over the weekend Liz McGill was fired. And now we turn our attention to Harvard University, Um, and you've got a situation where you've got a hedge fund manager, uh, Bill Ackman, who has been a very vocal critic, calling for Claudine Gay to be fired as well, not only for her comments that she made uh, on Capitol Hill last week, uh, but also for the fact that he believes that the leadership under her has been uh, has allowed for anti-Semitism to go unchecked at the university, fostering an environment that has been intimidating for Jewish students uh, and faculty there. I think we need to once again sort of delineate the difference between uh, expressing a uh, dissatisfaction or or uh, a disdain of the the actions of the state of Israel and anti-Semitism, uh, be, uh, the anti-Semitism that's being expressed on campuses. When Jewish students uh, are receiving uh, mock eviction notices at their dorm rooms, that does not have much to do with Israeli policy towards Palestinians. And and that is something that can be interpreted, I think, as threatening. But then there have also been actual physical threats and violence uh, on these uh, campuses where where people have had uh, Jewish students have been uh, accosted while walking around campus. Uh, where they have been, uh, they've been physically intimidated. Th- these are the things that it, that have gone, really, I think, beyond the pale, which has made so many people angry. And it's it's not just reared up in the past few days, although the past couple of months have have certainly seen this increasing. But th- there's a there's more of an ongoing problem here that I think a lot of these donors are trying to to shine some light on. That's exactly right, Rabbi David Wolpe, who was the sole rabbi on the newly formed anti anti-Semitism task force at Harvard resigned. And when asked why he resigned, he said, look, part of it was President Gay's performance on Capitol Hill, her inability to answer that very simple question uh, to unequivocally condemn calls for the genocide of Jews. But the other part of it was this climate of intimidation that he referenced. He said, look, there's a difference between free speech and a climate of intimidation. Students can't study. They're afraid. They don't want to go to their classrooms. And that's when leadership has the responsibility to step up and to protect those universities. And in fact, Eben, you know, these presidents, Liz McGill and um, specifically Claudine Gay, have come out after their um, after their Capitol Hill statements and have said that they believe that their codes of conduct at the university should be updated and that, of course, uh, it is considered bullying and harassment uh, to call for the genocide of Jews. And so when the rabbi of this task force resigns because he says anti-Semitism is so 
deep and so pervasive at Harvard that he didn't believe that the task force could even do its job in trying to solve or confront it. That just gives you an idea of just how serious and how long this problem has been allowed uh, to go unabated at these at some of the most prestigious universities in the world. We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Brian Yenis on the backlash elite universities are getting after last week's congressional hearings involving the presidents of UPenn, Harvard, and MIT, and the rising anti-Jewish sentiment and actions on their campuses. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. So for those who are calling for the firing or resignation of these university presidents, what happens after these these uh, women uh, women are, are out of these offices, out of these positions of power? Uh, what what happens next? Because changing the, the chief executive of these universities doesn't necessarily change a culture. That's exactly why uh, Congress has now launched a formal investigation. They not only want these presidents to be fired. They think that's a first step. They want an actionable plan to be spelled out for Congress uh, as to how they plan on creating an environment that is safe for Jewish students and faculty. Um, And they are willing to subpoena people for interviews. They want to uh, get as many documents as possible, not just at MIT, Harvard, and at Penn, but also at any other university like Cornell and Columbia, which was brought up by the chair of the committee of Republican Virginia Fox, who mentioned those universities and other universities across the country um, who there is a real belief among Republicans, especially and and Democrats, some Democrats, but mostly Republicans right now who are saying ultimately they believe this is a a pervasive, a a deep issue that they need to get to the bottom of. And now they're willing to put uh, to sink to put some teeth into this with subpoena power uh, of people and and documents to understand how they are going to better these learning environments so that Jewish students and faculty can finally feel safe. Uh, Amid all these calls, Evan, for uh, Claudine Gay to resign or to be fired, nearly half of the Harvard's faculty, some 700 members, have now signed on to a letter that's been obtained by Fox News that is urging the governing boards of Harvard to not fire her, saying essentially that they don't think that Uh, university policy or decisions like this uh, should be decided by, quote, outside forces. And that includes politicians and even donors and other alumni. So not only that, you also had Harvard Alumni Association, according to the Crimson, uh, the Harvard Crimson newspaper come out, and they have sent a letter to the corporation reportedly strongly supporting uh, President Gay and calling on the governing boards to release a statement that strongly supports Gay as well. Now, both uh, governing boards of Harvard are ha- met yesterday, reportedly, and are meeting today, and they could decide Gay's fate at any moment. Evan. Well, it should also be noted that so much attention is being paid to uh, the issues at Penn and at Harvard and MIT because they are elite universities. Uh, they're the ones that uh, students often uh, dream of going to, uh, that parents often uh, dream of having their own children go to for the sake of bragging rights and whatnot. But uh, th- this uh, uh, scenario, this uh, this conundrum is existing at all levels of universities. There was even an instance of a state school in New Jersey a couple of weeks ago now having to deal uh, with a, uh, a professor e- expressing some very uh, violent things on her social media. 
with regard to the Israel-Palestine uh, uh, conflict, and, and, and this university happens to be in a very Jewish area with a significant Jewish student population. So uh, we, I don't think it's uh, fair to just, uh, or it may be warranted, but not necessarily uh, uh, all-encompassing to, uh, to, to, to see it, to, to say that it's, it's just these three elite universities. I think it goes on beyond that. Brian Yenis, our Fox News correspondent, thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Evan, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.